Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Jason. And this is Alex. Today we're talking about Warlocked. Everyone's favorite Game Boy Color RTS. Wait, I thought we weren't doing racism. Not this time. <laughs> Next time tune in for the racism. <laughs> <laughs> so we're saving it all. Double down racism next time. So it's everyone's favorite RTS you've never heard of. Yeah, um, I'm sure everyone who's listening, which is negative three people, has definitely heard of this game before. So, what do we have? RTS for the Game Boy, and it's as stunning as that sounds. So, for starters, who even made the game? Because it's such an obscure game. I know nothing about the developers, the publishers. I should have this in front of me, but I don't. To Wikipedia! Which is Wikipedia page is a single paragraph. Bits Studios. Hey, that's more of a Wikipedia page than I've got. You have a Wikipedia page? Probably. Oh, really? Big time now. Look at Mr. Fancy over here. I know, here. I'm fucking famous. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's made by someone I've never heard of. The reason we're reviewing this game is because I actually owned it when it came out. So back in, was that 2000? Yep. I would have been nine. Now, I'm assuming that you didn't purchase this game. Oh, no. I legitimately don't know who bought it for (laughs) us. Uh, You know, it was one of those things. You're a kid, so you're like, I want games for my birthday for Christmas. And then you get stuff, and you really don't remember. Oh, oh, no, I I get it. So you woke up... in a darkened room, and you don't know who you were, it was just you and a Game Boy Color in this game. And you were the reason for this curse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I then played it and decided the world needed to know the splendor that was Warlocked. You wanna kick off in the, uh, game? What do you do in Warlocked? It is uh, your basic real-time strategy. You start off, there's a whole cutscene intro. You're this kingdom that you're representing there's a queen princess queen queen and she talks to you about how there's an invading set of orcs led by some guy i don't remember king of the orcs king of the orcs and you with your troops are supposed to repel them and do that kind of stuff so the story is pretty weak yeah, there basically isn't one. There's just characters, basically, but no story. Yeah. I think that's kind of what I got out of it. Uh, yeah. I, I never played as the other faction, playing as Queen... Uh, Azrael? As Azroth? As something like that, isn't it? Yeah, Queen Azface, because... Are we three for three on games with, like, an Azrael? Sounds like uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, the, or some variation the of that. mark of a truly quality game. So, yeah, I, di- I didn't play as the Orc faction um, because uh, I'll, I'll start this off by saying I'm not an RTS fan. So the thought of playing an RTS on the limited Game Boy Color made me want to die inside. And then I played it and I killed myself. And uh, this is my ghost and I have to do this as my uh, curse for doing that. It's, uh, that's really how it feels. So as we're actually fans of RTSs over here, mm-hmm. um, nah, it was, I mean, it was one of the, it was probably the first RTS I ever played. Without even really realizing what the genre was, because at nine I was just playing games, and I played it oh, hours on end, uh, you know, in the back of car rides, that kind of stuff, just popping a game. But is this a game you ever sought out to play? Like, did you play this when you were home, or was this only a road trip type thing? Like, you played it because you had to. Mostly road trip type game, you know. It was time killer. Yeah, and I really didn't play my Game Boy 
that much when I wasn't on the road. The only thing I probably played at home was Pokemon. Playing anything on a Game Boy in the late 90s, early 2000s, other than Pokemon, seems foreign to me. Eh, I put a lot of time into uh, Super Metroid. Right, I'm older than you, too. Yeah, no, it's just Pokemon all the way down. Uh. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon's the reason I had a Game Boy. It's the only Game Boy game I bought until I was an adult, I think. But anyway, I think this game, Warlocked, kind of fell into the, the, the common issue that all RTSs share in, you know when you port them to a console uh, I, I firmly believe that RTSs belong on PCs yeah um, and so when you try to port them over to a game system whether it's a Game Boy Color or Nintendo 64 or pretty much anything it's just not the same so if you know you have a, an RTS that maybe was on the PC it wasn't very good but it was serviceable but when you try to port it to a, a system or a console then it's trash and I think that is probably the case here, even though I don't think this game ever released on PC. I don't think so. But it should have. I think it would have been much better, easier to play at least. Yeah, I think that's the big issue, is that like, for RTSs, being on the computer gives you the range to cover the map, control your units a lot easier to just mm-hmm. pick and choose things, set them to do this, move over here, do that, do that, do Multitask. that. Multitask. Yeah, which is the real key in RTSs, is getting all your multitasks running and getting everything running smoothly. Um, whereas this, you're just, the screen's so tiny, you have to scroll so far that it's really hard to control things going on. You know, you got your little dudes to go collect resources. Well, sometimes they stop collecting resources even when there's some more right nearby. And so you have to go find them to go get more resources, but you still have to be like trying to fight the enemies and it's... Clunky. The enemy AI. Non-existent. Uh, yeah, and the your peasants that you get, uh, they all don't uh, do what you want, nor do they move in a fashion that makes sense for them to get to the location that you want them to move. They yeah. move in some kind of straight line. The pathfinding needs work, especially when you are sending your units up onto walls, uh, because... You know, your archers can fire on enemies that are on walls, even if they're sitting on the ground. But your melee units have to walk up the wall to try to, you know, fight them hand-to-hand. And you're lucky if you can coordinate them all to get them up there. So it's it's best to just take a bunch of archers to the walls and shoot everybody off. So you get, what, three troop types. Archers, uh, knights for mm-hmm. your melee, and then smattering of wizards who all do different things. Uh, like Chicken Wizard, who turns the enemies into a chicken that attacks you. Yeah, the chicken still does damage to your units, which I couldn't understand. Yeah. Um, so Chicken Wizard is basically useless. But they did die a lot easier. Yeah. After you've turned them into a chicken. So there is that. Or, uh, and there's specialty ones like Quake Wizard, who isn't great with enemies, but he takes buildings down quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only had, I think, five overall. Uh, I had Sleep Wizard, um, who would put the enemy to sleep for all about three seconds. Fuel Wizard, who would turn the enemies into fuel, which was by far the most useful. And then Queen What's-Her-Face, who I have no idea what she did. I don't actually know what she did. I never used her, so I don't know. (laughs) The last wizard I unlocked was Toxic Wiz, and I couldn't figure out how to use his spell. Like, I enjoyed the, the, what is he, a bomb wizard? I thought he was pretty cool. Like, he turns enemies into bombs, and they go off and destroy everything around them. So that was at least useful. Ah, okay. So, either I missed where Bomb Wizard is, or the wizards that do show up are random. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they're different. Some of them are set, but I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be different. That's interesting. Because they make it out like they give you the wizard, the specific type of wizard, depending on your objective. So if you have to destroy lots of buildings, they, they give you the Bomb Wizard. That's the way it was conveyed to me through, like, the little hints that you get. 
pick up. The one where you have to destroy uh, the like large dead tree. I got mm-hmm. Quake Wizard there. Nope, that's where I had the bomb. Yeah, so that's in the manual, which you can find, I suppose, online, as well as if you actually own the game. <laughs> uh, it talks about how you can collect wizards and then potentially trade them with your friends. Is this game compatible with Game Link? I don't know, because for the length of the time I've owned this game, I have never met a second person who has owned this game. I've never even seen a physical copy. Uh, when I asked around the local game stores to try and find it for this, uh, no one knew what I was talking about. So I was like, yeah, I'm looking for a warlock. And they're like, that's not a thing. And I'm like, right, it's an RTS for Game Boy. And it was pretty much get the hell out of my store. Yeah, I don't know who bought it for me or where they found it. And then it was cast into the abyss afterwards. There's basically no record of the game. It's kind of amazing that it's so obscure. It uh, ate enough of your soul that it was satiated and went back to sleep for another thousand years? I guess. I don't know. At this point, I guess I assume one of my family members worked on the game, and that's how they had it. (laughs) They were like, here, just... Just don't tell anybody. Just take it, please. It's the last copy. (laughs) It's the only copy ever produced. (laughs) Wow. Well, maybe you should have held on to that box. Jesus. So, uh, let's see, you have, well, I mean, it is Game Boy games, so you have, there's limited assets on what the cartridge can actually hold, which, I'll grant it that, you, no matter what, you can only do so much, but you have your three types of soldiers, four including the peasants, which are the little worker bees, to mine gold, chop down trees, build, build buildings. Five, if you count a dragon. Ah, yep, five. I'm a dragon! All together for the dragons. The dragon's yeah. the best. Every now and then we find a dragon, and then uh, there's, like, one archer, and then just murders your freaking dragon. Yeah. <laughs> you don't sound bitter in the least. I, 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 I can't convey my hatred to this game through words. It's I lay awake at night, and I think of ways to punish Bit Studios, <laughs> but I can't come up with anything because it's not a thing anymore. So step one, invent time. Step two, go beat up the guys who invented this game. That would be worth it. Like, think of all the life-changing things you could do with time travel. I don't want to kill Hitler, right? I don't I don't want any of that shit. I just want to go punch the guys that made this game in the face. Why is this game so offensive to you? It, it isn't that you have the... It's so limited that I have to just get over that because it's a Game Boy Color game. Mm-hmm. It isn't that uh, the story's non-existent. That doesn't help. But if I found the gameplay engaging, I could get over it. But I don't. Again, not an RTS fan, so it's not my cup of tea off the bat. My biggest gripe is that it's so boring. Everything you do takes so long, and it feels like such a chore to get anything done. I want you to pause right there, because... This game does have resource gathering, but compared to other RTS games, it's very mild. There's only two resources you need to gather, right? Just fuel and... Money. Money. Yeah. Um, And they do it fairly quickly, again, compared to other RTSs that are out there. So it's almost... I think it's kind of a breath of fresh air because you get your resources quickly. There's only two and, you know, you just go do your business. There's You don't really have to worry about it if resource gathering isn't your thing, which is a common complaint of people that don't like real-time strategy. Yeah, there's, as you said, there's two resources and you get them so quickly that you're just into, like, making units to actually go fight people and do stuff incredibly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um Compared to sometimes where there's a plethora of resources that you have to find, and it's way longer to just get your army going. Yeah, you know, it's it's simplicity is almost a blessing and a curse. Uh, it's very easy to pick up and play, 
But if you want something a little deeper, then you definitely have to go elsewhere. Well, I believe I was telling both of you guys, there's elements of this, uh, I mean, I guess for any RTS, but there are parts of the game where I see why people would enjoy an RTS game. Like just the, even the resource mining, uh, you have to go do that so you can afford X to go do Y. I, I get the appeal of the strategy to it, but only because this game, I feel, does it so poorly that like surely there's got to be a better option. And I, I get if it's um, the resources that you need, it's only two, so it's super easy to get, but I don't have anything to compare that to, and I hate it. I hate it so much, and it, it feels so slow, and it just feels so tedious. Well, in a, in a normal RTS... You know, the purpose of gathering resources, there's there's a lot of different things that you need them for. Uh, creating units, upgrading units, building structures, uh, researching technology to improve your civilization, whatever the case may be. And, you know, in this game, we mentioned how simple it is. And that's the point here, too, is there's nothing for you to upgrade. You've got, what, four buildings, I think? Uh, yes. Arms, towers. Barracks. Barracks. And then the main keep. Yeah, I don't even think you build that, do you? It's you just there for it's you. It's always there, so you, there's three you can build. So, I don't know. I mean, it's it kind of sucks how basic it is. It kind of feels like baby's first RTS. Um, but, you know, is that, a, is that a result of the limitations of the hardware? Or is that how this game was intended to be played? I don't know. The um, menu design, well, I mean, like you said, uh, any console RTS menu design is not going to be great just because there's really not a good way to do it for what needs done. However, you've only got A and B, and then the D-pad, and you get a menu when you press start, so I don't understand why there isn't a build menu when you press select. Instead of select your worker bee with A, either tapping him or holding A, um, hoping that you only select the one, not anybody around him, uh, trying to cancel that is weird, because you have to hold it and then move the cursor around with the D-pad, and then go to a blank space so they can build something. I'm, I'm good with the blank space. Why Why don't you use select for a menu instead of just A and B, like um, an okay to cancel? That doesn't make sense to me. Select does something, doesn't it? I think it does. It does something in the menu. I would assume so. It doesn't do what you want it to do. Yes, it doesn't do what I want it to do. It's broken <laughs> and I hate it. Oh, but rage aside, like, I don't... <laughs> Despite your unending rage for this game. <laughs> yeah, like, I was trying really hard at first to be objective. And, like, the music, right? <laughs> Turn it off. I grew up in the 90s, so repetitive, plinky sound video game music is right in my wheelhouse. And this, it's not great, right? But it's not bad. It's... Super, it's what, like one measure just repeated yep. uh, for infinity until it just constantly plays in your mind? Yep. Pretty sure I actually turned the sound off even when I was playing back in the day. Just, it's so repetitive. It's very 8-bit also. It's definitely got that uh, like style to it, and I don't think it's very charming. It's kind of like it'll give you a stomachache if you listen long enough. It, it just made made the voices in my head louder. <laughs> or even, because um, there are some cutscenes here too, and I think the art is horrific. It, it looks like oh, a man. middle school student drew these cutscenes in art class. And here, here's a picture of a knight with a weird fucking chin sticking out way too far. And, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, no, for the cutscenes and like all of the graphics, and I understand Game Boy Color, but it's... There. The dudes are super pixely, and you can kind of tell the difference between most of the stuff. So not the sprites, but like the cutscenes. I actually like the art. But <laughs> not because it's good, but it's definitely unique. It is certainly unique. I will 
give you that. Kind of has that uh, Philips CDI art style to it from like those old shitty Zelda games. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does. So is there anything good about this game? Anything that you said, you know, it's not that bad. Um, no, I don't think so. I think there's uh, no redeeming quality and anybody that worked on this game should burn in hell forever. I find it interesting how you hate this game, but you were uh, not so angry towards Two Worlds. Two Worlds didn't offend you. <laughs> this game offends the fuck out of you. Two Worlds didn't bore the <laughs> shit out of me. Oh my like, god, even, yes it did. My game was so broken, It was I never knew what I was going into. Whereas Warlock, I know I'm in for the same boring, grueling, tedious bullshit time and time again. Level after level, no matter what the objective is, go save a wizard. Great, I got him. Take him back to the Stonehenge-looking thing. Hey, you did the thing. Or uh, go destroy this building. Or, I guess, wipe out all the troops, which was what I was going to do anyway. Yeah. Yeah, some variety in the objectives would have been nice. You know, because I still read them, but in the end, it's just go here and kill everything, and you win. Yeah, if you just kill all the orc enemies every time, you'll win. That's it. So, it gets very samey after a while. Yes. So while the tutorial starts you out and it's all tutorially, which I think is unfortunate because it gets so samey that slogging through the tutorial is really annoying. Um, I'd much rather have like one tutorial level that just covers everything. And because it is, it's baby's first RTS. It's, I, it, I think it's not complicated enough that you really need to worry about it, but I guess, I don't know, if you're, if it's supposed to be an RTS for kids, you're afraid of making it too complicated. This game clearly is not for fans of RTSs already, because it's so not complicated. I guess it gives you an RTS on the go. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that, well, if you're mobile, how many options do you really have? And we've already determined that this is the only RTS game on Game Boy Color. Yes, it is. Um. So I guess that's something, but... If you have to have your fix. Yeah, it's so dumped down that I... It's almost insulting. Yeah, it's... Okay, so uh, you two, as fans of RTSs, what are good examples of the genre? Like, what makes them good? Why does this one fail so hard? Well, when I think of a good RTS, I think of uh, some complexity to it. Um, I like to be able to micromanage almost everything. Um, I want to feel like I'm in control of every facet of my gameplay. I also like a lot of action, you know, lots of variety, which is a big point of emphasis here, you know, as it relates to Warlocked. And, uh, you know, those are all things that this game just doesn't have. That's, that's what I look for in an RTS anyway, at least. Yeah, I want a game that allows me to do a bunch of different things and try to build, you know, an empire, a world, or whatever it is, you know. Usually that's kind of how it goes, is you're building up something and you're gathering resources, building yourself up to do some, you know, conquer or this or that. And the complications of gathering resources, waging war, doing this, and controlling everything is what's actually interesting and so that's why warlock just kind of fails at that because you're there's not really options you don't have to choose which units do i upgrade to make better uh do i bother building walls over here spending the resources to fortify myself more or do i spend more resources to build a bigger army to try to conquer my opponents faster there's none of that balance that is a good point because there's shockingly little variety here you know we've already mentioned there's one way to win kill everything um and some real-time strategy games you can win in a multitude of ways you could have an economic victory you could build a wonder first you can you know kill the other team's king we mentioned Um, the regicide game mode earlier and um 
you know, and this is just, uh, build up your army, you know, you've got these two resources, go build as much as you can, and fuck everybody up. Yeah, I, in some of the newer ones that I've been playing, yeah, there's, you know, you can form alliances with mm-hmm. people and just win by basically allying with the majority of the world or stuff, that you just, great, democracy wins, and that's how you win, can win the game. That's interesting. This is, go slaughter the morks. Yeah! So, that issue, though has got to be related to it only being on the Game Boy Color. There's no way you could introduce diplomacy no. to a Game Boy game. You know, it's just, I don't think it'd be possible. So I have to question then the judgment of the people who decided to make a, a real-time strategy game for the Game Boy Color. You know, maybe they, they did a decent job, I guess, with the hand that they were dealt, but it was still a shitty hand regardless. Yeah, that's, I think, my confusion and gripe with the game is that, yeah, it doesn't really make sense. They don't have the space or assets to build out like an interesting RTS. So while the concept of making an RTS, you know, really compacted down and simplified for a mobile device is kind of interesting, I don't think it's good. It's an issue of not if you can, it's if you should. And at the time I don't think they should. With nowadays you might be able to pull it off. Yeah, I mean there's games I think I think like XCOM is a good example of a even though it's slightly turn-based, it's kind of like a hybrid. Yeah. Um, there are some real-time elements to XCOM, and that's something I think you could definitely port over to maybe the PlayStation Vita and you know, have a good time with it. Yeah, so I think... So it is possible. Now it would be much more possible to have an actual interesting game yeah. on a mobile device that's a RTS. But at the time, yeah, your tiny screen, mm-hmm. small controls, small amount of... Four buttons. ...memory <laughs> available that it just... It doesn't make sense. Nope. So, to uh, borrow from you, who would you guys recommend this game for? I don't know if I can, because we're not in the year 2000 anymore. It is old, and as we said, bad for being a mobile RTS. I think you should find something, if you're on the road, that's more interesting. If you're looking to get into RTSs, I think now there's so many more options available mm-hmm. that it really doesn't fit any niche that I would really recommend it. If you are a fan of RTSs, wouldn't hurt you to play it to see what it was like, you know, that someone tried to design it. So if you're trying to make video games and interested in making a mobile RTS, play this as a kind of where they started with and where they went wrong. That's about it. That's Yeah, I can't reasonably recommend this to anyone in the year 2017. Um, when this game came out, I would say, you know, if you're a diehard fan of RTS and you need something on the go, this isn't an awful option. Uh, I would almost rather say get yourself a laptop, drop Age of Empires on it, and there's your mobile RTS. But, um, no, I mean, these days, no way. I mean, there's there's so many better alternatives, but back then, man, I mean, it, it's, it's all right for the time period. How about you, Jake? How many people would you recommend this for? <sighs> You know, there are some games that are bad and that you want other people to experience the misery because it's funny for you. I don't think anyone should ever play this. I think if if you can find a copy of it, it should be destroyed and then wiped from the annals of history. I hate it. I hate it so much. See, I love how much you hate it. It brings me so much joy. You need to play more real-time games. So... The one thing that you're not getting from listening to a podcast as we're discussing it is the fact that I've been bitching about this game for two solid weeks now. Just how much I fucking hate it. Non-goddamn stop. Oh, have you played Warlock? Yeah. (laughs) It fucking sucks. I fucking hate it. (laughs) 
Still better than Two Worlds. Oh yeah, no, it's better than Two Worlds. Two Worlds is a shit show. Yeah. Nah, best game ever. Warlocked works. Yeah, that's what I liked about Two Worlds. How many times did you have Warlocked crash on you? Oh, never. Never. It was functionally made. The game works. Can't say that about Two Worlds. Can't even really say that about its sequel. There is another one, technically, right? Oh, yeah, the, uh... Wizards? Unpublished sequel (laughs) to Warlock. Yep, Wizards. Which was in development, and then didn't find a publisher, and then was cancelled. Yeah, so did we determine if this game actually exists, and it was just never sold, or did it just never get done? Well, I mean, we watched a trailer, so... So that was legit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, But no, I don't think... (laughs) I'm going to try and see if I can find a ROM of it, just to see what that's like. Yeah, I would be very interested to see that. But yeah, I don't know that there's uh, anything available. Kind of like Star Fox 2. (laughs) The game exists, it was just never sold. Uh, Until now. Well, yeah, but yeah. you could find a ROM of Star Fox too. I don't know if you could find a ROM of Wizards. Uh, I certainly can't right now. Deep Web, here we come. Oh, basically. But I don't want to buy illegal firearms or CP. There's got to be some kid in Syria who's trying to sell this to you. For a few rubles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Did, you, did anybody actually play as the orcs? No. Never? Yeah. You've never tried it? Because I think we all tried the same faction. I didn't try the orcs. You didn't try it. I didn't try the orcs. Which I hate to do for a like, review purpose. It's like I only did half of it, but I didn't want to do the first half. So, Although it does seem weird to me. Jason, you've never done the orcs? Look, I might have, but I was 9 slash 10. I don't remember. It, I remember it being always more of the same. Uh, Maybe just a color change. Basically. It's the same game. Got like five units... You get resources, build an army, kill all your opponents. Because that's always the route to victory. See, and that's very disappointing. Because, you know, we were talking earlier about what makes RTSs good. And the variety is one of the first things that comes to mind. Picking different factions, you get access to different units, different technologies, different character design. And this game is just, nope. You guys are like a light blue color, and the orcs are a shitty brown color. And that's the difference between the factions. That's what disappoints me the most. There should be a difference. Something unique. I mean, the sprites look just different enough that you can tell them apart between the, like, uh, your knights and then the orc melee soldiers and the skeleton archers for the orcs and then the, I don't know, dudes with a face mask thing for your archers. Like, what's what's going on with their face? It seems weird. I have no idea. Also, They're... the peasants with their flock of seagulls here. Well, now that the ice cream, ice cream truck is coming, let's wrap this shit up. Oh, ice yeah. cream! <laughs> ice cream! <laughs> Give me one of those uh, Sonic the Hedgehog pops from 1991. Still got them in stock. Do they still make Flintstone uh, little push things? I don't know. I actually never bought anything from the ice cream truck growing up. My parents wouldn't let me. They said it was old, expired ice cream they got from the grocery store. So if I wanted ice cream, we could just go to the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Uh, ice cream trucks didn't go to my neighborhood because they'd have got robbed. But, I mean, they still have the Flintstone push pops. The orange ones? It's like orange sherbet, I think. Isn't that yep, what it was? Yep. Purple. Back in my day. Back in my day, we had a lot of flavor. That was it. What were some of the scores? Didn't you look them up? Yeah. IGN named it the best Game Boy strategy game of 2000. Although, as we stated, <laughs> it's the only uh, one. It's the only one. <laughs> so, you know. Default. 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 One of one. Still <laughs> champion. Perfect game. Well, it was nice to experience a bit of history, at least. All right, so we plug in anything. I I'm, I'm tired not. of talking about this game. <laughs> no? Nothing for I, you? No. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to me on YouTube at 10 Rules All. Uh, follow me on Twitch, also 10 Rules All. And 
and uh, follow me on Twitter. Yep, I'm on the uh, Twitters and the YouTubes at Jake Prab. So that's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>